Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And uh, Bob is Bob Shorey. He uh, comes in and helps me out with your uh, Computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. He's at MCSE here at TAB. And we're broadcasting live from the hermetically sealed studios here in East Hartford, Connecticut, where the curve is flat and we're still all still closed. Well, we'll talk about that later. Um, but we're here to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Last week, we made the decision to not go on uh, with a live program because the there were some issues still with power uh, at the station and, uh, of course, hundreds of thousands of folks who were still without power. So it's kind of hard to talk about computers when you can't turn it on because you have no power um, or Internet or what have you. So we just made the decision to uh, to not go. So that's what we were doing last weekend. Um, in the current news these days, technology speaking, um, we've talked about this before. Uh, California is working hard to break the gig economy over there. Um, and they have designated Lyft and Uber. They want to designate those folks as employees, not people who have just taken an app to decide when they want to go and pick up people you know, and drive them around and make some extra bucks. California saying, no, you're an employee. You should get health insurance. You should get this. You should get that if you're going to do this. And um, obviously what Uber and Lyft have to decide is whether or not they want to operate in California. Because if if you're a gig economy, or I was reading another article that said that if they pass that law, they they're going to pull out. I think they should. That's the article I see here. Right. Lyft's president threatens to shut down California operations. Again, that's just kind of how this stuff works, guys. I mean, these these uh, well-meaning politicians uh, are not helping anybody. They just want more. You know, I don't know what it is. If it's going to be workman's comp or tax revenues uh, to come to the coffers, but you can't. You know, these folks are gig employees. They're deciding to get up in the morning and maybe a two hours before their shift, where, wherever it might be, they might go to the airport, pick up some fares, make some money, and then go on about their day. Um, that does not make you an employee. In the same way when I was delivering papers for the Hartford Current, if they made me an employee, you would never have gotten your paper. They couldn't afford to pay me an hourly wage to deliver your paper as an employee, given a 12-year-old health insurance. <laughs> right? I mean, that's what they're saying. Current would have, would have screamed bloody murder if they had to do that. But 
Well, obviously. I think they're protecting the uh, taxi companies who don't want the competition. That's probably true. Any kind of disruption is out there. But uh, we'll see what happens if you're part of the gig economy. Your legislature and your government's here to help. Uh, so, of course, you won't have any job. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. What else you got, Bob? You want to talk about some, some weird yeah, this guy, scientific? Yeah, I got a nut job here. Uh, nut. <laughs> you have a scientist. <laughs> a scientist. They're all scientists are, are uh, very respected. Well, yes. Well, I, I respect <laughs> it. But, you know, yeah. Wait anyway, till you hear this, this one. article. This is pretty good. The uh, title is, Digital Data Could Overtake Earth's Actual Atoms, Physicist Says. Really? This physicist thinks digital data is going to overtake our atoms. Right. But it doesn't talk about mass. just uh, talks about the number of atoms. Gotcha. Some physicists think our data is as real as the air we breathe, and it may eventually overtake our world. Oh, no. Another disaster conspiracy. Oh, yeah. The end is coming. Uh, the end is coming. As I write this, the precious metals and fossil fuels used to create and power the server farms and other infrastructure that will eventually blast these words onto your retinas are being converted to information. Right. Eventually, those digital bits will actually outnumber all the atoms on Earth, Ooh. according to one theoretical physicist. Mm -hmm. I think he has too much time on uh, this. Yes, yes. But anyway, we are literally changing the planet bit by bit, and it's an in inevitable crisis. Melvin <laughs> Vopson. Mel is it Dr. Melvin Vopson? Did he, is there a doctor in front of him? probably a PhD. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, who uh, lectures at the University of Plymouth in the U.K., said ah, in a release. Nice. So uh, further, Vopson isn't just talking about how all our digital technology uses up natural resources and creates planet-warming greenhouse emissions, mm -hmm. although he notes that this is happening too. It is. Instead, he calculates that as the amount of digital bits we create continues to grow, they could actually outnumber the total atoms on Earth as soon as 2170, assuming a 50% annual growth in digital bits created. Right. As the growth of digital information seems truly unstoppable, Vopson said, according to IBM and other big data research sources, 90% of the world's data today has been created in the last 10 years alone. So what? In some ways, <laughs> the current COVID-19 pandemic has accelerated this process as more digital content is used and produced than ever before. Right. So he published a, a paper. There's more to this article, and they're trying to calculate basically a way to uh, quantify the mass of a bit of data. Right, because it's very scary because it could take over the planet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, but it'll it'll convert the planet into a digital world. I was thinking like the Matrix. <laughs> yes, but that's when we're all batteries. The planet still existed even though we were in those little batteries. Yeah. That, that, you know, nothing changed there. Yeah. So anyway, I don't want to read any more. Ding dong. <laughs> Another flat earther. Um, here's some art an article for you. Whoops, our bad. We just may have accidentally left Google Home devices recording your every word and sound. Sorry. Uh, in, a br in brief, your Google Home speaker may have been quietly recording sounds around your house without your permission or authorization. It was revealed this week. Now, this is from my favorite uh, tech blog over there at the uh, Register, and they call Google the Chocolate Factory. So in this article, he goes, The Chocolate Factory admitted it had accidentally, accidentally, of course, turned on a feature. <laughs> this is a feature we all want that allowed its voice-controlled AI-based assistant to activate and snoop on its surroundings. Normally, the device only starts actively listening 
and making a note of what you're what it hears after it after it hears a wake up word such as okay google or hey google for privacy reasons yeah right prior to waking up it's constantly listening out for those words but it is not supposed to keep a record of what it hears not supposed to but it was yeah. I surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, surprise, surprise. I mean, we've been saying, I've been saying this ever since these silly things came out. You know, they call it a smart speaker. I have always called it a smart microphone <laughs> um, because that's what it is. And uh, if you, again, we're so sorry, they say, that your stuff has been out there. But, you know, again, it doesn't matter if there's nothing that you're saying that's wrong. But these days, these days, it seems even thinking certain ways is wrong. So saying it, my goodness, imagine what they could do to you for saying something wrong. Or they could take something out of context. Who's they? Who is they? Anybody. That's the problem. That's the problem. We don't know who, who they, they is. Who they is. So, uh, and then all of a sudden they post it or they dox you, as it were, where, you know, if doxing is a thing where they actually put your data out there, everything about you, if you're some sort of political uh, enemy of somebody, imagine if they dox you with your actual voice. That's right. So I don't know. If you guys like these things in your house, keep them. Um, it's not like I'm saying anything wrong, I don't think. Uh, but I'm not putting one of these things in my uh, in my house. However, we all already pretty much are aware of our phones listening to us, too. Uh, you can almost say anything, and eventually it ends up in your feed, or whatever feed you're looking at. So there's issues there as well. Anything else you want to bring up, Bob? Okay. Uh, Google has stopped responding to data requests from Hong Kong authorities. Oh, that's good. Google is now treating uh, requests from Hong Kong authorities the same as it does from as those from uh, mainland China. Mm -hmm. Google will stop responding to requests and uh, let's call it, uh, and is instead directing requests for user data to a mutual legal assistance treaty with the United States that is done in conjunction with the Department of Justice. Right. So the move was first reported by the Washington Post comes as a new national security law imposed by China curbed political expression. Although Hong Kong officials have said that the law would only target a, quote, small minority, unquote, human rights groups such as Amnesty International are concerned that police will use the new law as a way to crack down on government criti critics with those that are found guilty potentially facing life in prison. Mm -hmm. so, so, again. Obviously, no constitution there. Well, <laughs> the constitution here is getting a little shaky, too. Um, so we, we're going to be here till uh, 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, we'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. You guys jammed up the phone lines this morning. That's great. We appreciate that. Uh, that way I can tell my wife I came in to, to work and did something for you guys. <laughs> uh, so we're happy that we're, we're actually coming in and doing some work for you guys. So let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to Wes Simsbury and David. What's going on, David? Yeah, good morning to you. I've morning. Got a question for you. I've got a... I've got a Mac background, PC tech support long before that. Yep. In my Mac time now, there's a, I mean, I'm going to ask you about Windows in the end. There's a feature where I can set a locale. I can call it anything I want. I can set IP, fix it, and then have another locale that goes to DHCP. Got that? 
I can't figure out how to do that in Windows. As far as how to set up your DHCP settings in no, the... No, uh, no, 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 I know all about that. I want to have a locale, call it home and work or Joe's house and Sue's house, but I want one to be a fixed IP, static, from the computer, and the other to be DHCP. Oh, when you're, when you're within the network. When I'm in, it, can, it, it won't know. I'm at home, I can set it to my fixed IP. Right. If I go out, I can set it to DHCP by a switch rather than having to change all the settings. Yeah, no, so you want that to happen automatically. Well, no. I'm happy to go and choose whichever one of those places I'm at. All right. But I can't find where to set a place like that to do it. Well, I mean, it's in your network IP settings and is within, Win- within Windows uh, would be the only place that I can think of is whether or not you set yourself as a static or a dynamic IP. No, 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 no. I understand that. But I yeah. want to have, like I say, a locale. So I click locale A, it's DHCP. Uh, I click locale B, it's IP fixed. Do you know what he's saying? Yeah, I think they used to have a feature years ago. I haven't, maybe it's still there. I haven't used it in so I've many been years, Googling, I can't I've remember. I've been searching um, in front of their network sharing. But I used, to, I used to set up what was then called profiles, mm-hmm. where exactly. you would set up a profile for if you were working at home, and then you could do all of that stuff, and then you'd do a different profile for when you were at work. But... That was like on, on a laptop, and uh, you know I haven't done one in such a long time. I'd be honest with you; I'd have to research it to find out. Yeah, how to do it. Well, it's, it's a pretty rare request, I would think. Not really. I've got, no, this is for a friend of mine. As yeah. Say, uh, you know, he works at home. He's got it. His home office. He's got enough fixed IP. But when he goes out in the world, he needs to get out into DHCP to get onto Wi-Fi and stuff. Right. And so it's a royal pain in the, you know, butt for him to try and manually change the settings each time he goes one place or another. Well, I mean, it's only one setting in, in the uh, networking config, but I hear what you're saying. I, I, we'd have to do some looking up our, ourselves. Have you, and you said you did some research and you couldn't find anything. I've done it. I might not have used the word profile, which I like that. I'm going to go back to good old yeah. Google and look it up. But, uh, yeah, no, I've done some – I have a tech background, so I have done some searching and I haven't right. found – the yeah, the key with searching, right, is that one that one key word that'll get you the oh, I know the data I know. you need. But uh, con- user, configuring user profiles in this way, in our client base of about eight thousand systems, I, I I've never even heard of anybody asking for it. So, well, you can see how he would use it. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, well, I don't ever under- I don't understand why he wants to be static in his own home. Uh, I don't why- know either, to be quite honest with you. But whoever, and I'm going to ask him about that. That's but the key. Yeah, That's- wh- whoever set him up on it uh, set him up that way. Right, and, and, and th- there could be a whole fallacy of logic for that to exist in the first place. Yeah, I'll have to work on that with him. But. Okay, I found an article here from 2005. <laughs> well, it, I had it, a lot more hair back then. But it said, uh, configuring multiple hardware profiles for a versatile laptop. So this may or may not be able to help you. Well, because the operating system will not be Windows yeah, 10. Yeah, Win 10, I'm right. sure. Yeah. Theoretically, most of the components should be there. Yeah, so it might be a, prof- a profile-based change, but so if you can avoid even could... doing it, just avoid doing it and ask him to stop being static in his own home. Yeah, I'll have to ask him the reason for that, because it doesn't make sense either. Nope. Uh, and for me, I do, actually, he could do it the other way, by the router. Uh, I do all my static stuff at home, but I do it through the router and right. my address. Yeah, so, right. That makes Alrighty, sense hey, to me. Give me some leads. I appreciate it. You're welcome, David. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that call was interesting. In that the key, the key, and we we do come across a lot of this in our practice, is that you know people don't know why they're doing what they're doing 
and how they got to where they were going in the first place. Um, you know, in this case, he's trying to solve a problem, but there's no the, the actual premise of the problem may not make any sense whatsoever as to why the user is statically assigned within their own home network and then want the ease of being dynamic when they're outside rather than thinking, well, let's just make it dynamic all the way around. Why would a home network require a static IP of your device? I can't even think of that. Since it's on a different subnet, but then he could... You, it's internal, though. You could theoretically re-IP your internal subnet. Yeah. You know, your home subnet's going to be a lot smaller than your business subnet. But a lot of a lot of things when it comes to IT is, you know, well, that's the way we always did it. That's the way we always want to do it. And you don't know why you got there. You don't even know the decisions or why the decisions were made to get you from point A to point B. And you end up then trying to do this weird workaround to get to point C. And the problem is, is there's as many different ways to do it, and probably more than there are people on the planet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's go to Patty in Marlboro next. What's going on, Patty? Hello. Hello. Hey, hi. Thanks hi. for taking my call. Sure. Hey, I currently have a cable and internet service. Yeah. And I'd like to cut the cable and just have an inexpensive um, internet service. Mm -hmm. I currently have Comcast. All right. You can do that with Comcast. Um, you can ask them to give you this, the lowest Internet service they offer you. How many people are in your home? Two. Okay. And, but so I'm the only one that uses really the Internet service. Okay. Um, so if you ask them for the lowest speed you can get with just Internet, um, that's where I would start. That way you do the least disruptive option there, maybe 50 megabit service or 80 megabit or 100 megabit service. That's all you really need. Okay. If you want to look at alternatives, I don't think Marlboro has too many alternative internet companies, though. We don't. We I called AT and T, and we can't get AT and T out here. Yeah, you're probably lucky. We're you um, know Frontier and um, Comcast. Yeah, and the, and Frontier is not going to be very very uh, good as far as bandwidth goes. That's correct. I had them and was disappointed, so I got yeah. turned over to Comcast. Yep. Yeah. So until until a new fiber network comes in the area, an alternative to Comcast, you're kind of stuck with them. Really? But, yep. That's exactly. Now, um, so I could really cut my cable. Now, I've heard a lot about these uh, fire sticks and other devices that plug yeah. into your port, your HDMI port on your TV. Yeah. What do you think of those? They're fine. I'm a bigger fan of a of a more substantial streaming device called an NVIDIA Shield. What is it called? <laughs> NVIDIA, N-V-I-D-I-A, Shield, as in uh, think of like a, a Roman shield. Uh huh. I don't know why they call it what they did, but they did. Um, and it's a, it's a great streaming device, and it's much more robust than those Fire Sticks. Um, but you know you, the Fire Sticks work. You can get you can use even. Um, you get the Fire Sticks, you've got your Rokus, you've got all sorts of solutions out there you can try. Mm -hmm. I just have uh, found that if I wanted to have a good result that's going to interface well with a, a home stereo system or a receiver that's going to use the Dolby technology and this is going to upscale my video, um, it does a lot better with this Shield device. Hmm. Now, is this something you could purchase in you know, the stores here, the retail stores? Um, or do you have to order this from somebody else? I would try to get it online, either through Amazon or through Shield directly, through oh. NVIDIA directly. Okay. Um, get it. Get we'll it put on. a link. Yeah, because basically all we really watch is Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, huh? <laughs> really. I, I'm not into you know movies. My husband may watch golf once in a while. 
Yeah. But, you know, we're not big TV people. That's... Uh, then you shouldn't spend the money on a shield. You should just get a to the cheapest device you need then. Really? Yeah, because this is over, this is going to give you a, a tremendous result for movies. A tr- it's very, very fast. Um, but if you only have one channel on all day, you don't need to change channel. Don't spend too much money on your streaming device. Yeah. Well, what, what kind of money are we talking about for uh, this? 250 Wow. Okay. You got a little lower here. You found a lower price one? Yeah, it's right on Nvidia. Yeah. It's one fifty for the regular and one ninety nine for the pro. Right. So, oh really? Yeah. Okay. Take a look at it, but you know. Yeah, I definitely will. Yeah, because my cable bill is just you know with Comcast is ridiculous. Yeah. Very we don't have any competition. We can thank our legislators and Pura. Same people will give us the great. Electricity deals where they regulate the electric electric company. That's why we have the same problem with internet. Welcome to our legislature. I know. I hear you there. Then, well, okay. I appreciate the information. My pleasure, Patty. Good luck. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye bye. We're going to be here till eleven o'clock. Get online, guys. One eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC, and we're streaming live over at uh, WTIC's Facebook page. Bob and I's sm- uh, bright shining faces are there for you to see. In all the HD glory you can you can stand. We'll be right back. And we are back. We're here till eleven o'clock, and then yes, Doctor Lessie will be in with healthy rounds. So stick around for that. And feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC, and we will do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Let's go right to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Ray in Middletown next. Hey, Ray. Hello. Good morning. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I have a problem that's driving me crazy. My right. uh, cell phone service um, uh-huh. is sometimes it's almost not there at all. I have to go outside, stand at the top of my top of my driveway, mm-hmm. um, to send a text or anything like that. Sometimes, sometimes in the house it goes, and sometimes it doesn't. Most right. of the time, it does not. Um, so I, I kind of investigated cell signal boosters. Yep. A little bit, and I'm wondering what your thoughts on those would be. Anything that could uh, could help me out in choosing one, or well, it would base, uh, we would base it on your actual carrier. So if you have a Verizon system, you'd want to have a Verizon booster. If you have an AT&T, you want to get it through AT&T. Um, how old is your phone, though? You should be able to connect to your internal Wi-Fi network and make your calls that way. You shouldn't have to stand out there and do all oh, those crazy... I thought, yeah, I, I thought a phone had to be uh, Wi-Fi capable. The phone's not that old. It's a, Well, I don't know. I didn't buy it. I bought it on uh, Amazon. It's an unlocked uh, LG uh, uh-huh. G7 Fit. All right. But you, can you turn on Wi-Fi calling? I don't see that option on my yeah. phone. So you have an older Android operating system. So sometimes, the, uh, how much did it cost? Was it a very inexpensive? It was, I think it was a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. So you could choose to amplify the poor cellular quality or get a better phone that's able to make Wi-Fi calls and interface with your uh, Wi-Fi network in your home so you're not you know, yeah. doing what you're doing. But they do work. The boosters do work. Um, okay. So that I can tell you. I wouldn't tell you which brand, but I would tell you to call your carrier your, your, or go to wherever you buy your, your service and uh, ask yeah. them to sell you the, the, the booster. Because yeah, I actually get my uh, service. Well, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm using Verizon, but it's actually uh, uh, TrackBone. 
Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's it's not a track phone phone per se. You know, it's right. a locked phone. Uh, but I, I, you know, when I get the phone through uh, uh, through them, uh, I get a, a bunch of SIM cards, uh, depending on what carrier I want to use. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I always had Verizon because I never had a problem before. All yeah. of a sudden I do so. So well, I, I would still go to I would still go to Verizon. I assume, right? I would think so. Yes, but you know, the issue with the power also caused a lot of cell tower issues, just like it did back in October, uh, back at ten years ago in the October snowstorm when those powers lose juice. Then eventually they're they're unable to send signals. So you could have a, a a tower in your area that's damaged still that hasn't been repaired, and that's why all of a sudden it happened. If it if it happened within the week, no, no, it's been going on for for a while. Yeah. Okay, and also your service may not be prioritized. So you know if you think about it, you're using a third party to get your service over a primary carrier, right? So you're using track. You're paying track phone for your service, but you're not paying Verizon. So I wouldn't put it past Verizon to slow your service down versus others as far as prioritization goes. I'm not saying they are, um, but I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. (laughs) It's their network. It's their network, too. So if you think about it, uh, it could also be agreed upon. And TrackPhone says, no problem. Our, our, Our folks don't care that much about quality of service. They care about price. And so... You get what you pay for, and and who knows if that's happened or agreed upon, but that could be occurring. Okay. Now I, I've seen I've seen signal boosters online, like Amazon or wherever, where they will work with multiple carriers. Do you know if those are any? I've never tried them. I wouldn't know if that's going to work or not. I, I again, Amazon makes me nervous, right? So, who who even knows if the product is a counterfeit product or a real product? Um, I would tell you to do your research off of Amazon. Do not do any research on Amazon. Do it outside of Amazon, um, looking at the individual products. And then if you happen to find one that has a fair price, fine. However, again, Amazon can put out puts out a lot of junk, a lot of counterfeit stuff. I mean, they've got banned children's toys that every year you'll hear that you hear the news media talking about all the deadly ch- toys that have been banned that Amazon's selling like crazy. They can't police their own stuff. So you don't even know what you're buying. Um, yeah. I would I would t- tell you to be careful. Yeah, I think I'll just run over to Verizon and see what they, what yeah. they tell me. Uh, actually, I've gone to Verizon's uh, website and they have uh, only one booster. Okay, gotcha. one 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 model. That's it. I'm I'm uh, on their Verizon. site right now and I've got like four of them right in front of me. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I can post that. Actually, I was going to call you guys last week, but... <laughs> yeah, sorry. We just figured it, okay. without the power going around, we figured we, we would have yeah. a recorded show. The other thought, too, is to consider a different service. Uh, yeah, I probably could just... Uh, you have an unlocked phone. phone. I would tell you strongly to look at Google, Google Fi. Okay. Just check it out. It's uh, another alternative. It's what I use. My whole family uses it. And... Uh, you know, my What's son came home. Again? Google Fi, F-I. Google Fi? Yeah, it's okay. Google Fi or Google Project Fi. Um, they use multiple carriers. They use T-Mobile. Now T-Mobile is a part of Sprint as well, so that's part of it. And then U.S. Cellular. I've had no issues with my cell service or my data service. I go, but you pay per your usage. So you turn on your data um, saver. And my, my cell bill is 20 bucks a month. Okay, yeah. And it no, works well. I, 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 that's the reason I like track phone. I've for, for two phones um, for 
uh, I pay like every three months, uh, every three months a basic fee, and I get some basic amounts of minutes and stuff. Yeah. Um, but if I run out of text, I just add you know, by five dollars worth of text, a thousand text, and for two phones, I pay it, pay it around three hundred bucks for the whole year. Yeah, good deal. Yeah. I think my deal's better, but that's okay. Is it? Okay. Well, yeah, 20, well, 20 bucks, yeah. <laughs> and it's with a company that's giving me better service. I'm not I'm not having the issues you have. I'm not standing on my front step holding my phone up over my head to try to send a text. Oh, God, yeah. Um, <laughs> you look kind of silly to your neighbors. You must have a track phone. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> Probably. Standing on my roof swinging a rubber chicken around my head to get a, to get a cell signal, you know. <laughs> right, there you go. Oh, God. Okay, um, I appreciate that. I'll look into that into that Google Fi and uh, yeah, take a look at it. Your phone is unlocked, so it might support it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, all right. Good luck, Ray. Cool. Thank you so much. My pleasure, sir. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. All right, we're gonna go on to I don't know. Let's go to Greg in Nagadak. What's going on, Greg? Good morning, guys. Morning. I had to buy a new computer. Yeah. And uh, in the process, I I had my all my documents and things that I always typed in uh, with Apache Open Office, mm-hmm. I had them transferred over. Yeah. So now with the new computer, when I try to open, I can open them, but Microsoft steps right in and says uh, that most of the stuff that I have has been disabled, and I can't modify or do anything with uh, the documents that I previously did with uh, Apache Open Office. Uh, I can I can print them, but I can't go in and add or change or anything to them. Any any tricks around that? The only th- Microsoft says that I got them. They want me to buy uh, some kind of Office 365, and uh, what? I, I don't want to do that. So I don't it seems blame like you. They kind of hijacked me. That yeah, that sounds like malware to me. And Microsoft is acting malicious. Um, have you downloaded Open Office onto your computer? I, I had that copied over also. Should I maybe... Copying, uh, yeah, copying is not going to work. They should have told you that. You have to reinstall it. Oh, so try reinstalling that? Yes. Uh, okay. I was wondering about that, but I wasn't... So listen, should I go in and delete first whatever I have and then... and then? You, you can. Know. You can delete whatever you quote-unquote copied because kicking off the, the program without having it properly in, installed on your operating system is part of your trouble. Apache is still supported, right, Bob? Yeah, I actually, I actually use it on one of my computers at home. Yeah. So it doesn't cost anything. So no, re, no, re- no, it doesn't. It. And, you know, it was, it was good. I've used it for years. Yeah. So I don't have to necessarily delete it, but just go to, go to the site and, and download it again? Download it, install it. Um, I would remove the application as you have it now because it's clearly not going to work. Um, you got it. But uh, yep. your your documents should stay the same. Your file associations should still be with uh, uh, Apache. Microsoft is trying to say, hey, you know, this is associated with a program that's not really running. If you want to open your stuff, you can try using Word and pay us now kind of thing. So it's not they're not got being it. malicious. Yep. I just think your software wasn't installed. People always think, hey, how can I transfer everything? You can't transfer the programs. You can transfer the data. Because when you gotcha. go from a Windows 7 system to a Windows 10, they're two disparate systems. The software has to reinstall and, and relink all its DLLs uh, to the libraries that are now in the new operating system. You just can't copy it. And a lot of people don't understand that. So, 
Gotcha. Very good. Show. I'm going right. to try that. All right, Thanks Greg. Thanks for the help. You're welcome, sir. We're going to step out for a quick break, get back to more of your calls. We are here till 11. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Everything we've talked about so far has been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the website that has, um, has our program. There's a live links area and an archive links area, which all should be up and running. And, of course, you can follow us on Facebook if you like Tab Computer Systems. Everything will get into your news feed. You can follow us on Twitter if you've got time for Twitter. I don't know who does, uh, but we'll fill it into your, we'll, fee, we'll fill that as well. And of course, you can watch us over at WTIC's Facebook page. Be be sure to like it, like our uh, broadcast, and share it. That way, Mark Zuckerberg deems us worthy, and uh, our broadcast can get out to more people. If you guys don't like or share it, then Zuckerberg thinks we're not worthy. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we are here till 11 o'clock. And then Dr. Leslie will come in with Healthy Rounds and give you a second opinion on your health advice. And then Len and Lisa are back with Garden Talk, so stick around for that. And uh, we've got a question on the stream, Bob, uh, over on the WTIC stream. Yes. Well, you want to know why uh, uh, Bob over there, Bob wants, over to know. there wants to know why Cat 6 is better than Cat 5. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you're talking about Cat 5, Cat 5 has a uh, limit of 100 megabits per second. Okay, right. and it consists of four pairs or eight wires that are twisted together. Each pair has a different number of twists per inch. Mm -hmm. So that as the uh, electrons are flowing through the wire, mm -hmm. they create a field and the fields don't interfere with each other, okay? Mm -hmm. So Cat5 was rated at 100 megabits, and it won't do any more than that. Uh, right. We've run through into those issues. Yeah. Then Cat5e is enhanced, so they actually increase the number of twists per inch, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, it works a, a little bit better. It'll do gigabit speeds in bursts, but it won't do it sustained. Mm -hmm. So, And then um, Cat6... They took and they did a heavier gauge wire. Yeah. So they went from, uh, I don't know, there was 22 or 23 gauge. They went up to uh, from 22 to 23 or from 23 to 22 because as it gets smaller, it gets bigger. Mm -hmm. But the point is heavier wire and more twists per inch. Yep. And then they separated each pair of wires with a separator inside the cable. Mm -hmm. So it uh, improves the ability. So it'll hold gigabit speeds sustained and go faster it'll go and up to go 10 faster. gigabit right so, so uh, big yeah. differences definitely you know if you're going to do any kind of wiring try to use cat 6 a little more expensive than 5e but not much well yeah it's a bit pricier but you know it's well worth it especially now it doesn't worth to go to back to the 5e no you know unless you don't care about slow speeds well, again, yeah, gigabit's enough. So uh, that's, I hope that answers your question there over at the WTIC stream there, Bob, for you. Let's get to your phone calls. We're going to go to, I think, our resident groupie, Danny, in Glastonbury. What's going on, Danny? Um, any uh, recommendations or things uh, you need to know about buying a uh, USB wireless uh, Wi-Fi adapter for my wife's uh, HP computer with uh, Windows 7 Home Premium? It doesn't have Wi-Fi built in, or is it broken? Uh, it doesn't have it built in. We bought a uh, you know a, a stick to put in the tower when she first got it eight years ago, but it seems like it's getting a little fluky. Yeah, 
Yeah, they do fail. There's and, really no, um, no major advice other than getting a current enough stick that will be more future-proof. So the, uh, the latest, the latest uh, broadcasting schemes are AC. I'm pretty sure AC is a top one. So if you get a USB wireless stick that can do the AC protocol, um, then when you upgrade your wireless router, you'll have those benefits. Okay. And that would be dual band, right? It would be 5 and 4.2? Most of them these days should, yes. The latest protocol is AX. AX, okay. <laughs> AC is the, the the current, but AX, okay. How fast does AX go, did they tell you? Yeah, it's faster. We were talking about this a couple, a couple of weeks, weeks ago. ago yeah. yeah. Uh, hold on, there's a chart here. Oh, i got to find it. <laughs> That's okay. It'll go fast, but it all depends on your wireless router. You, you right, can have right. a device that has the ability to do it, but you need your router to give it to right, you. You have speed. to get there from the router. Um, and is there any brands or any one better than the other or anything? Not really. I mean, Netgear is pretty popular in the consumer lines. Uh, TP-Link. a good one? Say it again. Asus? Yeah, Asus is a good yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, how about that Starlink? They're getting some results from uh, the satellites, and the numbers are, are pretty good. Yeah, I've heard there's some competing companies that are going to be chucking up some Star. I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago, too. Isn't like Amazon going to throw up a bunch of these little yeah. satellites, too? Yeah, except they don't build their own rockets and their own no. satellites. No, I hear you. They're 120 satellites a month. It's going to get crowded up there, I worry, about, uh, worry Danny. I know. But at least we're not walking around up there, so we don't have to worry about getting hit. <laughs> we don't. We don't. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Danny. All right. Let's move on to uh, Doug in uh, Waterbury. What's going on, Doug? Hey there. Hey there. Um, a, a, a few calls ago, I would say about four or maybe maybe five. Yeah. Um, part of your answer to that person was because Frontier has much less width on their broadband. They do. Uh, and I was wondering if you could expand on that and kind of include the other uh, a few other things uh, that, that that Frontier probably has less of than Comcast <laughs> or more of. Well, they don't have anything more of uh, other oh. than telephone poles, um, which limit the amount of comp- competition that can be placed on those poles, thanks to our regulators but that's a whole other issue so that's frontier works Jeez. yeah frontier works on dsl digital digital subscriber line which is a copper-based service that's going to go over your old phone line technology generally and the highest speeds that we've seen from from that type of service maybe is 25 megabits if we're lucky right bob uh-huh for DSL. And who's that that yeah. with frontier that would be with companies that offer dsl like frontier yep uh-huh. And that bandwidth is not really very good. Um you can't do a whole lot with that type of bandwidth. I would tell I would contend that most homes with, you know, four or five folks in them in a family with streaming, gaming, internet usage, TV, you know, that kind of stuff really needs about 50 to 60 megabits. That's all you really need. So um somebody and, with two could could probably do 25. Somebody with two might be able to do 25 if you're at a distance close enough for them to offer it to you. So there's limitations uh-huh. on the ability to offer that bandwidth based on your distance. So you could ask Frontier if, if it sounds like you have Frontier, if they can. No. What's, the, what's the highest speed you can give? They can give you. No, um, but I have had them, and yeah. I'm dissatisfied with both companies. Yes, of course we all are because there's no competition. They have no reason to satisfy us. Um, 
there are comp- competitors coming in. There are fiber competitors finally coming in. Uh, we've mentioned GoNetSpeed many times, so you, you can tell them you're interested in Waterbury. They're coming into Southington right now, and they'll probably be in Cheshire soon. And What's their name again? GoNetSpeed. Uh-huh. So if you tell them you're interested, that makes sense. Um, but until you have competition, until our legislators, you know, legislate for the people rather than yeah. for their self-interest, we'll, we'll still have um, poor electricity service and poor Internet service. One thing else, how does Frontier and Comcast compare with uh, telephone and TV in your opinion? I would stay away from both. I would use cellular for my, my phone and I would use streaming for my TV and wouldn't pay them either a penny for either of those services. Thanks very much for all that good info. You're welcome, sir. Good luck. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, we have to stop paying these cable companies for our for TV and, and, and phone. It's, we're, we've given them enough. They've had their chance. We're done. When we come back, I can give you the speeds on the AC versus uh, AX. Oh, good. We're going to take a quick break. Feel free to get online, guys, during the news. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We are here till 11. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.